0: are we drinking? Heck yeah. <laughs> I'd right. rather be drinking right. now than later. Pop your sparkling <laughs> water, Jennifer.
1: It's popped. It's good.
2: Chris and David here in the Other Duties as Assigned podcast studio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and you do not know what that means,
0: so we're going to tell you what that means. We are in the Georgia Cyber Center right now. You got that right. hours. You got that right. I did. They gave us a...
2: They told us what to say.
0: There's only (laughs) one thing you can call this place, and it's the Georgia Cyber
2: Center. Yeah, not anything else. Do not mess that up, guys. Uh, But anyways, we are here, and we are with some pretty cool guests, and we're excited to uh, introduce them. Before we do that, we are all drinking Savannah River Brewery. We're all drinking Savannah River Brewery Uh, beer. And specifically the No Jacket Required. If you have not had it, it's a pretty freaking cool can. It's their Pilsner. It's actually got a backstory. i like to tell it real quick. Tell the backstory, Chris. So uh, No Jacket Required um, was originally going to be called jacket, Green Jacket Required. The Green Jacket. And what? I think it was. Oh, yeah. The, the Green market. Jacket. Yeah. Similar to the, the Sweetwater beer that is served at Southbound called the Green Jacket. Right. But that's named after SRP Green Jackets. Anyways. <laughs> Allegedly. Anyways. Uh, so they did a poll to the community, and the one that won is no jacket required, and it is, I'm guessing, it's a little yellow, but I'm guessing it's the green jacket. It's the green jacket. It's out. a tribute. It's a <laughs> yeah. tribute to the city of Augusta. Yes. Anyways, so I just, it's really cool, really good beer. If you haven't had it, it is a Pilsner. It's a very full flavor. In my opinion, absolutely. Um, my
0: it wife could be mistaken
2: it. for an IPA. If
0: you, really? if you don't it's, know better,
3: it's not hoppy enough because I no, like I it agree. and I don't care for IPA. But yeah. I do want to give you. a shout out to Beacons Are Lit. Oh, yes. It's lit. It's, it's, it's yeah, so I don't think I'm allowed to say it. I think you I aged out of saying it's lit. But say it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's very good. Say it
2: right now.
0: It's Beacons lit, are
3: lit.
2: <laughs> but uh, so now that one of the voices has chimed in, <laughs> yeah. we should go ahead and uh, introduce.
0: <laughs> we need wait. to introduce our guests. Yeah. I guess we should do about beer. Sorry.
3: I I want to
2: do
0: something real quick. I would actually like to, because I feel like this was kind of a national thing, and I didn't talk to Chris about this in advance. Oh, that's right. Go ahead. I would like to talk about, I would like to do a moment of silence for Kobe Bryant. Mm. Yes. Because Kobe Bryant, not only national figure, big deal, has relatives in Augusta. Mm. And if you follow Laura...
1: Twitter. Oh, Pugliese. Pugliese. I think that's right. Laura, Laura Pugliese. Pugliese. If
0: you follow voice. Laura Pugliese on mm-hmm. Instagram right now, on WRDW on Twitter, you'll see that she did a story about Kobe Bryant's relatives that live in Augusta.
1: Wow. Who which who? is
0: crazy. Yeah. But I want to do a moment of silence real quick for that family because it's a really big deal. Yes. I apologize for interrupting, but today Chris and I are here with two guests. Yes, two. And our first guest, who has already been speaking, is...
3: Oh, me? Yeah, it's you. you I'm, I'm Sarah Childers with Film Augusta. What, what? What, what?
1: And? Jennifer Bowen with Film Augusta.
0: We have two people with Film Augusta in the house today. We're super excited. You guys also work with the Convention and Visitors Bureau, is that right? Yes. CVB? Yep, Film we Augusta. We talk about you guys all the time. Yeah, yeah I'm really
1: glad. <laughs> we love what y'all are doing. You guys are good friends. So, that's talk that's what to what the like people to at
0: home about Film Augusta. What is Film Augusta and what do you guys do with it?
1: Well, Film Augusta is a division of the Augusta Convention and Visitors Bureau, like you said. And Film Augusta's responsibility is to attract the film industry to the city of Augusta in hopes that they would bring a production to town, um, that they would bring people with them to stay in our hotels and to generate economic impact, but also that they would create local jobs. So we have um, a number of local crew that are available to work. And um, by helping bring productions to the city of Augusta, we're helping to put them to work, and we're also able to help create further economic impact for our city.
0: Okay, so you guys work with Film Augusta, and you guys work to bring film into Augusta. Very self-explanatory, but very important. We're going to talk about that, but first, I want to talk about you, Miss Jennifer Bowen, yes. and how you got to be working with Film Augusta. Okay. So you are a formal guest this week, and did you grow up in
1: Augusta? I did not um i what's your
0: origin story So well, we're film we're
2: film themed. you can right go now. as far back as you want lady
1: <laughs> well, when i was a glimmer in my parents eye they always thought
2: <laughs> uh, okay not that far back
1: <laughs> fast forward, uh, fast forward. Um, oh that is really funny uh, but since you said i could do it no i am actually gonna tell you a really silly story so please um when I was growing up, and this is going to, you're going to figure out how old I am, but I actually had a I'm gonna cassette going to try my tape. best not to. Well, everybody else <laughs> will. I had a cassette recorder that came with a plug-in microphone.
2: Oh, I remember those. Do you? Yeah.
1: They're probably a little before your time, too. But still, that was one of my favorite toys as a kid, and I would go all around our house recording everything that was going on. So even at an early age, I was really interested so you were in podcasting. talking into microphones. you were podcasting in I your infancy. It. Yeah, sure. Okay. Was. And where was that? That was in South Florida. Um, so I was, all right, I was born in West Palm Beach. Great place to
0: be born. Congratulations. Wasn't it. it was
1: beautiful. And I lived in South Florida until I was about nine And then we moved to Texas and then we moved to Georgia. And so I grew up in Georgia. I grew up mostly in Columbus, Georgia. Okay. Went to high school in Columbus, Georgia. And then I left uh, Columbus and went to Georgia Southern. And at Georgia Southern, I majored in communications with an emphasis in broadcasting. And as I got ready to graduate, I needed to do an internship in broadcasting, and that's what led me to Augusta. So I came to Augusta in 1993. So you
0: had never been to
2: Augusta just before to, you came just here, to here on to your date internship. It a little bit, people. I was born in 1991.
1: Yep, there you go. Thank you, yeah.
2: Chris. And I won't say how old I am. You can do the math. Well, I can do was it.
1: graduating uh, from college <laughs> while you were two years old. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't mind. I'm going to own that. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. I love that about you, Jennifer. Yeah, absolutely. So I didn't. I, you know, I grew up in Columbus, Georgia. Columbus is, you know, has a lot of. Sem- similarities as mm-hmm. augusta it's third on biggest the, city right yes that's right <laughs> it is absolutely the third an the largest inside city. joke
0: if you live in augusta or columbus but it that's is. pretty much it
1: yeah uh and it's on it's got a lot of similarities it's on the georgia alabama mm-hmm. um you know co- um the the the, line, coast, the state the line, line. Yeah. yeah and separated by the um what is it the old oh, my mind has gone completely blank um the Muskogee. There's a river out Chattahoochee there. Chattahoochee. Yeah, it's yeah. Muskogee County. It's uh, the Chattahoochee River. So I grew up there, and then I went to Georgia Southern. Out of Georgia Southern, I came to Augusta to do my internship, and I first started at Channel 6 wow. as okay. a news reporter. And so that was a long time ago. And but, you've
0: been here since.
1: And I have been here wow. ever since. So
0: you had yeah. never been to Augusta, but you came here on an internship from Georgia Southern. That's right. That's and right. you've been here for? Chris's lifetime since then. Yeah, is I've that lived that right? here a Hold really on, long time. A little, time. little bit al- almost minus two, my, years, there. Minus 2 years. -2 years. Apologies to Chris. Yeah. There you go. I suppose. It's <laughs> yes. the
1: longest I have lived anywhere and okay. it is the it, awesome. re, it truly is all of my adult life. So, wow. you know, I, I got to Augusta when I was about 22 years old and I have been here ever since. That's so you, perfect. So, you
0: work for News Channel 6. What did you do?
1: Um, so during my internship, I was an associate producer and I was a general assignment reporter. And then about a wow. month into my internship, they offered me a job as an associate producer. You must have been and pretty good. I, well, I hope so. <laughs> I guess so. From <laughs> Either that
3: convers- or
1: they were desperate. The <laughs> From our
2: conversations so far, you're pretty good. Oh. You seem
1: pretty good. Well, thank Yeah, you. pretty good. Thank you very much.
2: Anyways, so you got here at 22. Yep. And uh, I didn't want to jump on you, David, but... It's okay. I think that's a pretty prime age to be having a good time... What was your first thought of Augusta, Georgia when you moved here? From Columbus. From, from, Statesboro, Southern, from Statesboro. From Statesboro, S- Yeah, really. from Statesboro.
0: Statesboro, Statesboro was yeah. fun
2: back then.
1: Uh, no, you're probably probably no. not. <laughs> probably
2: not.
0: It
1: Statesboro was fun, but, I mean, we're talking a long time ago. Statesboro was a dry county at that time. It, it is, still is. Um, it still so is. We were Wait, what? driving yeah. to the line. Those and, still uh, exist.
2: <laughs> Yeah. I don't
1: Statesboro can't be a dry it county is. anymore. Because they, they serve. You
2: can't sell. You can serve. In
1: restaurants, you yes. can serve. But you can't buy you can't bottled buy
2: alcohol bottled at a liquor, liquor store. Yeah.
1: Somebody should well, do something about that.
2: Well, Whoever
3: wants to go live in buy. Statesboro, <laughs> go do something. Fun about
2: fact that. fun fact, Lynchburg, Tennessee, where Jack Daniels is done, you know, it's a dry county. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. What was when you were twenty two moving here? What was your first thought of Augusta, Georgia?
1: Well, it actually was a really good thought. Again, you have to think about that. At that time, I was coming you know, from Columbus, Georgia to Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern was a really small town. It mm-hmm. was a great college town. I loved it. But there wasn't a lot to do at Georgia Southern. That like you there you know, you were definitely partying there was at a Georgia Dave and Southern. Busters, but yeah. There wasn't then. There was nothing at Georgia Southern at that Dude. time. I don't even
0: like Georgia Southern. I don't know yeah. why I'm defending it.
1: It was great. I loved it. But there wasn't there wasn't a lot of infrastructure yeah. at Georgia Southern. There was a college and that was it. That yeah. was yeah. all there was to it. And so if you were going to Georgia Southern when I was you were driving to Savannah. If you wanted to go out, you were driving. Some people were coming to Augusta, actually, but you know, you were partying in people's houses. That's just what was going on. So, and wow. Columbus, Georgia even at that time, looked a lot like Augusta. So I yeah. actually felt like I was moving into a city that was just like the town that I had grown up in. Right. You know, and I honestly, to tell you the truth, I was actually really impressed with Augusta. Augusta had some um, some skyscraper-like buildings that, it, that Columbus did not have.
2: Lamar Building. So it
1: did. Yeah. It absolutely did. So I was really intrigued by that, and I thought that was really pretty cool. And then yeah. I was coming to work at a television news station, sure. so I was really excited. Right. Oh, of course. About that opportunity, That's but downtown awesome. was pretty scarce. Uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. back then, there was not a lot going on downtown. It was you did find some hangouts though. I did absolutely. <laughs> there was Joe's Underground. Oh that, yeah, and that, by the way, was Sarah chiming in. She okay. There was a few of my stories. We, I know. I was like, how far can I go on the story without disclosure?
3: Being yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, that.
2: Without also that. She was introduced.
1: Yeah, yeah. We talked about for, her. She's yeah, there. yeah. I know like it's hard to remember. It's fine. But so there was there was Joe's Underground and Coco Rubio had just started investing in downtown. Yeah. He was just opening the soul bar. Mm-hmm. Um and Barry, um, Barry was just opening Blue Sky Kitchen at that oh, yeah. time. And even uh, the kin laws, uh, Eric and Christy, were just about to open these knees if you think about that they've been around that long. So,
2: would you say what you were seeing during that time is similar? To what we're seeing now.
1: I would say that that was, you know, like the nip of the bud coming up out of the ground, right? And it has, um, it has taken a while, but I think what we see now is a a lot more mature and Mm. there are a lot more things to do in Augusta than there was in the, you know, the downtown Really is thriving. It's come a long way yeah. since the early '90s.
2: People are investing left and right. Yeah, it's incredible. You
1: know those guys um, that we just talked about. They were the pioneers mm-hmm. of bringing right. Augusta back, and yeah. they were, you know, really ready to invest. And they were young guys. They mm-hmm. were you know young entrepreneurs who wanted to see downtown come back, and they wanted to be in business, and they wanted to create it. And so it was really pretty cool to see that emerging. And, and
2: speaking of entre- entrepreneurs, Coco was a teacher.
1: I didn't know that, but yeah, the, yeah. he was a teacher. we yeah. had, we had him on. You can catch
2: all of
3: that yeah. on the episode Coco did. Coco yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: at the Miller Theater. It was the awesome. The guy, he actually yeah. just to <laughs> anybody, anybody that didn't listen to that episode, he actually decided to quit that summer. Straight up, he just straight up and quit. Invested in that property, yeah, and then went with it. Yeah, and didn't look back.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, wish I could he's, do that. You know, done incredibly well. <laughs> I wish so, I could do that. So you got here in the nineties. I did.
0: There's a lot of cool stuff going on. You were working with News Channel 6. That's right. And you decided to stay.
1: I did. Well, sort of. Okay. So I I was working with Channel 6, and um, I worked there for uh, about two years-ish or so. Um, and then I wanted to, you know, I wanted my career to continue. And so there was an opportunity at WAGT, um, to NBC station. Yeah. They yeah. were not doing news yet, but they had a midday show called Top of the Day. And so I left Channel 6 and took the Top of the Day co-anchor position. At, um, wow. at the NBC affiliate, WAGT. Yep. Um, and then they started their news program. So I stayed on and I was there um, for around four-ish years or so. And then, you know, the, that's the, what you do in news. You just either continue to move out of market and grow market by market to larger places, or, you know, you find other opportunities. So yep. then another opportunity came my way from Channel 12 um, to make more money, have more responsibility, be a general assignment reporter. So I took that, and then what were you there. doing?
0: What were you doing at HUT?
1: So I was the co-host of that noon show. Co-hosting, okay. Yep. Co-host so you went of from co-host host. to
0: reporting singular.
1: Yes, I did. Okay. So they did away with the noon show at Channel Twenty Six. Okay. Uh, they started a news program and only did an eleven o'clock broadcast. And so I was a general assignment reporter for the eleven o'clock broadcast and initially. If you don't mind me asking, when is this? This is all around 1995. So we're in
0: 95. Okay, so I'm being born. You're getting promoted. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I
3: was also being born. You were not. Woo. Congratulations, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um,
0: so so how did you get from clearly being, I don't want to say a rising star, but a rising star in TV media to doing what you do now, which is you work with Film Augusta, you work with the Convention and Visitors Bureau. How, where, When does that bridge happen? What happens?
1: Well, so um, I do wind up staying in Augusta. I meet my husband, you know, in the third, Spoiler fourth, word. fifth, sixth year or so of my TV career, and I don't want to move any longer. So again, like I just said, in order for you to progress in that industry, you got to move up to a larger markets mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do that. So your
0: next stop would have been, like, Atlanta or something.
1: No, that's, like, in the top ten. I wouldn't have jumped that quick.
0: okay. But
1: um, there would have been, you know, like a a middle market somewhere along the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to do that. I met my husband. He's from the area. He wanted to stay here, so... I left television and I took a sales job at MAU Human Resources. No okay. way! Mm-hmm. Wow. In town. and okay. I did that for about two years, and they are a great company. Yeah, shout out I my, my, my best friend <laughs>
0: Phil Boston works for MAU. Yeah. shout out to Phil Boston.
1: They are. They are a great company. Randy Hatcher, he will hear
0: this. Still president,
1: he is a great guy. He really. I mean, they're they're a fabulous company. But just Local outside company. sales just yeah. wasn't my thing. Yeah. Touche. So, understandable.
3: Yeah. Well, you do sell Augusta. So... Well, and so
1: my degree, again, it's in <laughs> what communications. What is that, city sales?
0: What do you call that? It is. CBB. It's soft sales,
1: but that the
2: CBB touche. side. <laughs> call CBB.
1: Yeah. So then I'm in that, you know, MAU position um and it's, you know, not my ideal position. I love the company, but I really wanted to do something more in the line of communications. Okay. Um, I'm in Leadership Augusta at the time. Okay. I meet Barry White, who I had known um from interviewing him. He's the president of the C V B. He not has singer, a though. no. Okay. Mm, he get, got that all the time. <laughs> he had a director of Gotta public relations job open. So okay. I applied for it. David, could you sing a
2: Barry White song right now? Not on my life. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Can
1: you do it? No. I can't do it either right now. I'm blank. Right. You have to drop.
3: All right, (laughs) moving on.
1: Okay, well, I'm not the person for this.
2: My first. My my last. (laughs) My everything. My everything.
3: That's so the one you went with. There's some really low hanging that, fruit to do. You a can lot do. Lot of
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. I, okay, keep
2: going. Keep going.
1: Anyway, That's too. so I joined the CVB staff as the director of communications. Uh, what, director was that? of public relations. Sorry, that was in 2002. So this was
0: way before the current staff with Benish. Yes. Uh, who, who has not graduated
2: high school.
1: Yeah, 2002. So um, who's, now the, who's the director? Nine years in into my also. professional career. I like to do Barry White. Barry White. It's okay, nice. so Barry White's yeah, the director. It doesn't make it feel the CBB, at all.
0: And there's yeah. a secondary conversation going on yeah. right now. So I, I just like to have a timeline for okay. people.
1: I just <laughs> like to make fun of Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Jane. So I'm um, two, it's 2002. Okay. I'm the director of public relations. Barry White is the executive director of the Augusta Convention and Visitors okay. Bureau. And I have worked for that organization for seventeen years. Wow.
0: So when did Film Augusta <laughs> become a a subtitle for you? When did that happen?
1: Yeah. Well, so actually, all along, the Convention and Visitors Bureau has been the organization working in the film industry. Okay. So okay. all of this time, there are, are people that are coming to the state of Georgia, and they wind up in Augusta, and mostly it's just commercial photography um, or commercials, you know, videography. And um, I'm the person that I have a media background, I have a broadcast background, I have public relations, I'm communications degree. I'm the person that fields all of those. Okay. Then in 2008, the state of Georgia passes those film tax incentives. Yes, And so the state of Georgia really begins to ramp up, but it's still only happening in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. The film industry is just coming to Atlanta. That's the only place that they know. It's the only place where they can actually make movies. Mm -hmm. And then as time goes on, um, and the tax credits take off. Atlanta really be- gets to become a little oversaturated and mm-hmm. people are looking to get out of it. And thank we're still you, operating. Thank you, Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thank you, Marvel. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: For real. Yes. I so mean, much of right. Marvel thank you, is Atlanta. Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Hulk. You can only damage so much of Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's level.
1: There's go there. actually
3: a really cool story that someone told us that when they were working on Fast and the Furious in Atlanta. Um, they were outfitting it. Sorry, which, this is a which, side which convo. That's the cool. Um well, one of them. There, <laughs> yeah. One where there was driving.
0: Oh, okay. Does that so one of them we can narrow it down to all of them. All of
3: them. All right. Yeah. So the Look, I just hijacked the convo, so let's, like, move it along. Sarah. so what they do, actually, is to dress the set. They actively drive, and there is a crew up front putting uh, signage to make it look like New York as they drive, and another crew behind the crew tearing it down. So it's like an active set dressing. Wow. Everybody that listens to
0: this podcast is going to use that as a conversation piece at parties. I guarantee it. Or they're
2: going to search it on YouTube. Yeah. Or both. That is incredible. So you start working with Film
0: Augusta. Two oh two. So we're working supplement. like
1: this. You know, there's okay. no name. That's the point. Is that okay. we're we're working like this. So it's just CVB
0: straight up, and you were like, CBB, "Hey, this is exactly. something I'm going to do with the CVB."
1: Not not me exactly. Okay. I mean, yes, I'm a part of that, but uh, but but really, Barry White, the former executive director, My and first. also the community, right? So the community is also seeing this take off of the film industry statewide. And they're like, what can we do? And what are you doing? And so we start telling them about what we're doing. um, And it's resonating, but, but not enough. And so CVB just doesn't work to the film industry. You know, they're not Googling, um, Convention of Visitors sure. Bureau Augusta. They're yeah. Googling film Augusta. Yeah. And so we create Convenient. this identity so that they will find us and that we can really resonate with them. We can identify with the film industry. So you
2: guys are an ideal
0: Google search
1: yeah.
2: for a director.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. if
2: I were to be honest, I did not know until I messaged Sarah. Uh, well, until she messaged me yeah. saying that it is Part of the CVV. Yeah. Honestly. You thought we were, well, I, and I thought, more thought you and more, were a, like an organization. That just uh, worked with the CVV. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was a branch. <laughs> yeah. Which is incredible. Y'all it do a good job. Is.
1: Well, and I feel like more and more people are not making that connection, mm. um, locally anyway. Yeah. And, um, I don't, I, th- I think that's fine. I just mm. don't, I don't think there's, there needs to necessarily, yeah. any, we're making, so I spoke to Rotary today and while I was talking to Rotary, I, you know, it was part of my message to make sure that they knew that we are a part of the Augusta Convention and Visitors Bureau. Um, and when we work with clients, when we work with film clients, we do tell them we're a part of the Convention and Visitors Bureau because they can get services from that side of our house sure. that really help them. So, right. you know, for instance, when a film wants to locate here, they may, most likely are going to bring people that stay in hotels. And so our CVB side can really lead that effort and they can help them get the best rates and book the hotels. And this
3: is a pretty frequent relationship either a chamber of commerce or a convention and visitors bureau often is the film liaison or film commissioner for a city got it
1: yeah makes sense and that's the way it is mostly in the state of Georgia you know outside of Atlanta there are beginning to be more film offices that are independent but even film savannah is a part of the savannah economic development authority they act as a separate organization but they roll up underneath that umbrella very interesting
0: so we're going to cut this conversation right now yes. we're gonna go back to it
2: in a minute
1: sure
0: but right now we need to talk about our friends
1: yeah someone
2: very important to us nancy powell nancy powell she is a what does she do chris she, she is a real estate associate broker who does she work with a concierge real estate team so oh, concierge real estate services dang it.
3: <laughs> I've been practicing
2: like this crazy. Okay? It is a tongue twister. I wish it was much easier. Nancy. But she is, uh, she's here with us right now. She, she's
0: downtown she, Augusta. She's here with us right now. And she, has, she is, is going
2: she a to... she She's ghost. She's a oh, ghost. They she don't, and oh, she. Sorry. Did you see the air quotes?
3: <laughs> ah! I'm not great at Let me on try this text. again.
2: She's here with us right now and she's got a
3: Hi, is Nancy. it a tip?
2: She's got a tip for us. So she's she's downtown
3: Everybody say Augusta. hey to Nancy.
0: Thank you hey, Nancy. Hey
3: Nancy. Hey girl, hey.
0: <laughs> so Nancy's downtown Augusta. She's here with us right now and she is going to talk about her first buyer tip of 2020 for people that want to buy a house in Augusta
1: housing market going into 2020 is going to continue to be hot um just very active very fluid um, it is going to bring the increasing challenge of low inventory um, supply and demand essentially um, buyers that are looking to get in on the entry level of home will face a tough challenge in searching for that right home and need to prepare for it to take a while um, to find that but when they do need to be ready to Um, act quickly and having a savvy realtor that understands the local market that you're in and knows how to make sound and successful offers once you find that um, home that's right for you is crucial to be able to
2: um, make that purchase in 2020.
0: Uh, if you would like to reach Nancy, uh, you can please reach her at Nancy at Open to Close dot team. Yes, and she is our um, presenting sponsor. She's our presenting sponsor. She makes every word that we say possible. Yes. Love our words or hate our words, and you love our words, and we know that because you made it twenty minutes into this episode. <laughs> yep. And uh, cheers
1: to Nancy. Cheers to Nancy.
0: Oh, crack Thank a beer you. for Nancy. And that
3: beer was Brewing. I'm not going to pour one out com. except in my mouth.
1: Those are such good guys um, out at Savannah River Brewing. Mm. They're good partners um, of ours, and we're really happy to have them in the so a they, double they do.
0: sponsorship, and they didn't even pay extra. And they
1: do. They do a lot for us. They really do. Oh, they do
2: a lot for us, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So we get it. They're awesome Cheers to all they do for us. And Cheers. they
1: actually have um, had a hand in some of the film industry. <laughs> they, uh, they, they gave some product to a film, Saving Zoe, back in really? 2017.
2: Mm-hmm. They're all about that.
1: Yeah, they did they, a great job.
2: They love that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to
0: transition right from that because you you were just talking about some projects.
2: Actually, can I real quick say you no know, plug? No, uh, Savannah River Brewery is next door to the jail. Yes, it is. So so get really drunk, go to jail, <laughs> <laughs> and be in a movie. <laughs> be in a movie. <laughs> but we're going to talk more about and that. And be in
0: the next DC
2: thriller. <laughs> yes. So we're going to kind of. Go right into that. Um, <laughs> go right into that. <laughs> it's cool to have y'all on about film Augusta yeah. because about three was three months ago before you know New Year's Eve, the news not came too out.
0: not
1: too it long ago at all.
2: It's still kind of hot news about yeah. y'all. Something about the jail being a
1: uh, yeah place
2: Suicide Squad two right
0: yeah.
1: Well, I will call it El Dorado and forever, but uh, you okay. can call it
0: that. <laughs> okay. So on that topic, yeah. what we would like to hear from you. Uh, we're going to specifically at Jennifer, but if Sarah has any cool stories, please tell the stories. Um, I'd like to hear a cool story about a movie that's been filmed in Augusta.
1: Okay. That, yeah. you,
0: that you've been able to like, which obviously you've been able to be a part of them. So like, what, what's something cool that's happened?
1: Like, gosh, I mean, there's tons of cool things. What do you... I mean, give me... Do you want a, do you want a really wacky story? Want do you your want personal a typical opinion. story? Your personal opinion or something
0: that sticks out to you. Or a movie that people might have seen. Something you've seen and doesn't. you don't know it's from Augusta. That too.
3: There are okay. actually a couple... While you're thinking, Jen, Sarah's going to contribute some Netflix availability. Shout out, Sarah. Mm. Hi, everyone. We're not going to shout
0: out Netflix. They're not We've sponsored. We've got
3: <laughs> a Siren, which is a very scary movie that I just watched... And let me just say, do not let your children watch it. <laughs> um, but Sacred Heart is featured pretty prominently, and Magnolia Cemetery is actually wow. made to look like it's outside of Sacred Heart. But it's like a bachelor party gone wrong, and like murdery and sci-fi. So it's like I would 100% I watch
0: mean, this movie.
1: Great, I mean Just that is a choice you can make. My yeah.
0: girlfriend's not going to sleep for a week. So All right, I'm well, have to watch this movie uh, with me.
1: <laughs> since since Sarah brought that one up, that 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 came to us from Savannah. They got pushed out of Savannah because really? they were an indie film, and they couldn't get done what they needed to. So they came specifically to film in Sacred Heart because they needed a church, and they were a horror movie. Wow. So I worked with them really closely. And um, one of the most wacky things that I have done is that I had to help trap down goats for that movie. All right. Yes. They're in Sacred Heart yes. in the movie. The goats are Jen still there. can't goats. say that because I, she's not seen it. No, I have. I've seen enough of it, it that I <laughs> I've won't seen watch it. Of oh, <laughs> I'm okay, not watching go. it. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not watching it. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> your manhood <laughs> might not want to watch it either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be because there yes, is a yes. pretty gruesome scene in Augusta. It's a romantic story. <laughs> and it was. It was a lot filmed in Augusta. So, and this is what happens. When a film comes to Augusta, they most often come with one location in mind. And then once they get that one location, then they, what else can we shoot here? Because we're going to maximize our, They're already you know, here. yeah, we're going to maximize sure. our time and our presence here. And so, in that particular case, Siren. They came from Sacred Heart, but because they were here, they wind up shooting in Magnolia Cemetery. And that's how they get the graveyard. They guard. wind up shooting in the bathrooms at Riverwalk. Really? Um, they wind up shooting in a lot of different places because that's they're cool. here. And I'm they... never
0: using those bathrooms again. Yeah. I haven't even seen the movie yet. <laughs> I've, I've never, never wanted to. Check it out.
1: Well, it's now out on Netflix. But it was it specifically it's produced for the Chiller Network, which is you know a scary. network that is for horror movies. I'm going to so, be
2: honest. I've never wanted to use those bathrooms, but I might now want to. (laughs) Because because it's a historical site.
1: Listen, you watch that movie, you watch that scene, and tell me if you go into (laughs) the bathrooms
0: at Riverwalk. So tell me this, Jennifer: How many movies do you think you've worked on since you've been in Augusta?
1: Uh. Well, let's see. Because I
0: feel like if I was a random person, I was guessing, I would guess, like, five. I would say, like, you probably had, like, five movies filmed in Augusta. The Clint Eastwood one, the Suicide Squad one... And maybe three more that I'm just guessing. But, like, so what's the real number?
2: For our listeners at home, David does have a sheet that she gave us. <laughs> yeah, she, I do. That I we do. we can actually look at I do. how many. I do. But he asked the question, <laughs> anyways. Well, you guys
3: can't to really. To be fair, some of those are uh, commercials or. Uh, different to be project. fair, to I be didn't fair. read it
2: all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the
3: bullet points. So, Wait, well, why am I sticking right. up for David? Mistake. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Let
1: me just say that last year there were um, five films just shot last in year. Augusta. Just last year. Yes, just last year. Wow. Wow. Um, and, you know, so you, you definitely know, um, Dorado, which is known as Suicide Squad, but also last year there was a faith based movie called Tulsa that shot in Augusta. Mm. There was another movie shot in the jail called One Heart, which was an indie film. Um, and there were several others that were short um, or um, other, you know, other productions that and shot there. When you
2: say indie film, you are... Independent. independent, independent. Yes, I'm independent films. For our listeners at home.
1: Yes, and usually independent films are the ones that are you know smaller to mid-sized right. budgets, which is a good thing for Augusta. So mm-hmm. it, let's, let's just look at last year. Last year there was One Heart, The Royal, and Tulsa. Those three movies shot here last year, they were all independent films. Uh, One Heart um, and the Royal were both um, around about a million dollars. Tulsa was much less, and then there was El Dorado. Well, that's a really good mix for us. So right. those the the three that I just mentioned they put the locals to work.
0: Mm. All that's of our cool. local
1: crew got to work on those three feature that's films. That's really cool. And that's
0: my next question. So yeah. all so five movies came here last year. You've been working in Film Augusta for a few years. So it's safe to say you probably worked on 20-plus movies in Augusta. That
1: might be a bit of a stretch. I'm going to say um, 20.
0: I'm going to give you the credit <laughs> yeah, for it one way or the other. Including
1: 2020, sure. Yeah, I'll yeah. speak there it into go. existence. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah.
0: what, what I, I see on the sheet the economic impact that films had in Augusta last year. What is that? I just want to hear you
1: say it. It's one point six million dollars. Could you repeat
2: that,
0: please?
1: One point six million dollars. Million <laughs> dollars. She had a pinky yeah. on
2: her
0: corner of her lip. <laughs> was as she dropped said that.
1: in Augusta. Was Ooh. dropped.
0: Incredible. So, yeah. so where does that? What is that? Is that like? Is that like to the film industry? Where does
1: that money go? It goes directly into the community. So the film industry is here and money is coming right out of their pockets. It's going into restaurants. It's going into, um, I kind of made a joke about it today, but it it goes into having huge dumpsters brought on set so they can... (laughs) dump all of their trash. It goes to bringing in port potties It goes Mm, to pay local deputies. Local sheriff's deputies actually get a lot of supplemental pay because they're working on set and they're providing security. It goes to fire marshals who have to be on set. It goes to caterers, it goes to dry cleaners, it goes to gas stations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, All local businesses. Yeah, and putting our local through to work. That's crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's the cool part that I was really trying to, I guess, get at for the last couple minutes is, so you work with the CVB, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, with Film Augusta. Mm -hmm. You're bringing millions of dollars into Augusta.
1: Yeah, I mean the you know yes, we have a part in that. I mean, we are Sarah and I as a team, we were we were busier last year than we have been. We're out, we we go to Los Angeles. We were in uh, LA last year at um, the Holly Shorts Film Festival, which was, it's in its 15th year, and the co-founder lives in Augusta, Daniel Soule, he has been a great partner. So we were in L.A. We were selling Augusta to filmmakers in L.A.
0: Is that what you guys do? You go to, so the process, that's what I'm getting at, I guess. So the Mm -hmm. process, you guys live in Augusta, you work in Augusta. Yeah. If you want to bring a movie to Augusta, say I'm a producer, Uh and I'm super successful and rich, Uh say it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what would Silence. you What would you say to me, uh, like it, when you're talking about Augusta? What's your pitch? I really I want to hear it genuinely.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's an easy pitch. First of all, I got to know what you're interested in. Okay. So everything Everything. always starts with questions, right? You know, what, what kind of production are you making? What kind of scenes do you need? What kind of locations or facilities do you have um, that, that are in your script? And if you say things to me like, well, my script is set in, you know, it's it's set in anywhere in America. Um, but I need a building that looks like it was built in the 50s. Okay, well, I can, I can easily Check accommodate out a house that, for you. right? Check. You know, um, if you tell me, well, okay. Your new house from Nancy. <laughs> Thank you, <know>? you Sarah. <laughs> um, uh, for instance, Tulsa. going to pay you for that. <laughs> they Sorry. said, look, Sorry. I got to have a body of water where our main character can walk out into the body of water all the way up to her shoulders and beyond, as if she's ending her life. Do you have a body of water like that? That's picturesque. Yes, we do.
0: Yes, we, have we do. Multiple. Yeah. Walk into and whatever you want. In fact, while Parks you're there, Hill, let, Lake us, let us know what's on the bottom yeah. of Lake Olmsted while you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, well, we found
1: it for People then. at home don't walk into Lake Olmsted. Well. And when we found it for them on the river, you know, the section that's called the clearing that's between the canal and the river, it's perfect. It's gorgeous, right? It is perfect. So I have to ask you questions. Mm -hmm. You have to say what you need, and then I'll say, okay, this is what I got. This is what I can do. Here's here's, here's how we can make that work. And then I'll also say, and now it's not going to cost you very much. Because in Augusta, there are not a lot of high location fees. If you're in Atlanta and, you know, Sarah was given the great example about, um, the Fast and the Furious, and they're driving high speed yeah. chases all through downtown Atlanta, they are going to pay through the nose to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they, you know, if we want to replicate a high speed chase in Augusta, it's not high going to chase cost on Bobby as Jones. much. It could. I mm-hmm. do that
2: all the
0: time.
1: <laughs> I, I for a lot of free. People that do that. <laughs> no
3: one's chasing me. <laughs> no even. one's chasing me. I'm
2: chasing <laughs> them. Oh.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, there we go. No, that, that's, you that's, have it there, folks. <laughs> Why are you doing in this David. so that I can
1: avoid Bobby Chubb's express
2: right? Yeah, no, Thank I'm you. trying to do you a favor. Jen, um,
3: are there permits in Augusta? Well, that's another great <laughs> on, setup right there. Oh. Jim? Yeah.
2: Are there permits
3: oh, in Augusta? Oh my goodness.
0: hey, guess what, Sarah? I'm cutting your question out. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's fine, you can cut it out. <laughs> there are not. There's not. Wow. And so that's another cost saving thing. So so
0: what does that mean in the industry? Like there's so there's no permits in Augusta. Like if I want to go to Atlanta. Yep. Do I have to get, what, what do I have to do versus so Augusta? If
1: you go to Atlanta, you are going to pay, first you're going to pay an application fee to get a permit. Terrible. Then you, once you have a permit, you are going to pay a daily fee to have that permit, hmm. which means I'm not up on what the Atlanta fees are, but you could pay up to 100 or more dollars a day just to film in Atlanta. In Augusta, we don't have that.
2: The second largest city in Georgia.
1: Right, the second largest city in Georgia with a ton of infrastructure. Don't talk about
2: Atlanta that way.
1: Right. (laughs) Um, Well, and for you know, for Marvel, for major motion pictures, that's not a big deal. That's the way it is in 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 California. It's the way that it is in any major production. Yeah. But for for those lower you know budget productions that make or breaks them. And mm-hmm. so in Augusta, we can say, you're not going to pay for an application. You're not going to pay a daily permit. You do register with our office and you do have to fill out an application um, with the city of Augusta, which basically just gives them your information and you sign a contract that's an indemnification form, which basically okay. means that, you know, that you, the city is not liable Whole for anything that you do on now, their right of way or in their facilities. Just out
2: of curiosity, and this just in the future. Mm-hmm. Let's say that's something that's very uh, attractive mm-hmm. for a small motion picture, low budget. Yeah. Let's say Augusta becomes yeah. hypothetically yeah. in Atlanta, the Hollywood of the South. Yeah. Let's say that happens. Uh, would Would y'all put a permit on it, or are y'all trying to keep it as what's, that's our thing? What's
0: the purpose of the no fee? That I think that's what Chris is getting at. Today, is it a permanent the purpose. thing?
1: Today, the purpose of the no fee is to really attract production. So uh, I'll give you another uh, a, another comparison. Columbus, Georgia, you know, back yeah. to my hometown, um, third largest city. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Columbus, Georgia had actually just they've got a five million dollar private. What was that? I don't know. She really made a was Sarah face.
0: Sarah's face just made a weird <laughs> my noise. My mouth apo-
1: just like and a, I apologize. Like,
0: it was like, I That whole part is getting taken out of the episode. It's all gonna be taken out
3: or
2: put at the beginning (sighs) before.
3: (laughs) I'm also, open to doing some beatboxing I learned from oh, Electric yeah. Company. Oh, yeah.
2: Anyways, we won't be having her on the show.
1: <laughs> that was crazy. Sorry. I don't know what happened Sarah, so thank weird. you for
2: interviewing
0: with us today. We'll definitely get back to you we'll in the let future, you know. If you How could just wait in the waiting room,
1: please. We'll give you a call. <laughs> As it's said in the film industry <laughs> don't call us, we'll call I you. I told you I didn't want <laughs> All right, go on. Um,
0: I wasn't ready for that, but
1: go ahead. (laughs) All right, well, back to Columbus. Columbus just got a $5 million privately funded local incentive that they Mm -hmm. can offer to the film industry. We don't have that. Wow. And so... Our local incentive has to be things like there are no application fees. There are no permit fees. Location fees are very low cost. And even okay. some city facilities are free. There is no location cost. You might have to pay a staff cost to, you know, have a city personnel sure. person there while People you're there. People
0: aren't free, but locations can but be. But
1: locations can be. Okay. And we've got to keep it that way till we build up the industry and we really have... Um, you know, back-to-back productions, ongoing sustainability, and it has to stay that way until we are, you know, a mega production. Okay. And then then the only reason it would change would be because, you know, that might increase city staff. It might increase Film Augusta staff. It might increase any sort of, you know, just taxing on our community. Right. And that might be something that's needed to offset that. But I don't see that happening in the next, you know, three years or so. Okay.
2: But maybe four. That's good.
1: Maybe. Yeah. So you did you Actually I do have something. The jail? You would.
2: Well, the jail. Okay, I guess. Should we go to the jail? Go ahead. Okay, well, I, I had a question on the side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking with somebody. What? I wanna say it was Coco. Uh he was mentioning I wanna say that too. Yeah, he was mentioning the black cat picture show yeah, and yeah. i see that on your uh the film augusta advisory panel form the handout yes the ha- <laughs> she handed us a We've handouts y'all need to get on her level <laughs>
0: Okay. Make <laughs> the sure our annual life report easy.
3: will be available on VisitAugusta.com in about three weeks.
0: Sarah, you have just an but incredible way of breaking things down. We have think.
2: not really talked about that.
1: Sure.
3: I, can we just... Yeah, you want to talk about been, the Black Cat yes, Picture
1: Show or yes. the film? Okay.
2: I, because that, I've been told, is huge. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking
0: about, Chris. Actually, exactly talking about, Chris. Who was it? I don't know, but oh, I remember what you're talking about. Cocoa.
1: Well,
3: oddly so, Black enough, Cat it's, it's show. at um, Le Chat Noir, which used yes, to be owned by Coco and Jason Ruby. See, I think... I think it was Coco. Let's say that. Okay, yeah. so it was Coco. So Coco Ru- said oh yeah.
0: it could have been Scully. And Cheadle. if it wasn't, anyway. let us know who it was. Oh, Yeah. Um. So so the black cat picture show. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Just a little and bit. And what's y'all's role in it? Yeah. Like, what is it and what's y'all's role?
1: Okay, well, I can talk a little bit about it. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. bit about it. Okay. And Sarah can certainly chime in on it too. But so um, La Chat Noir, there was no juried film festival in the city of Augusta. Okay. And so I think okay. about five years what is, ago. What does that mean? That means that you submit your film to a film festival. It's chosen. And it is watched and okay. it is scored okay. and then it is accepted to screen in okay. your film festival and possibly up to win an award okay. in the film festival. Okay. But it has to meet certain criteria. It has to make a okay. certain score by the judges in order to even get accepted so for jury screening. So juried is
0: basically a film word for legit.
1: Yes. Yes, well, I, I think you. No, you don't want to say that. I don't want to say that because
3: we have the Poison Peach uh, event. That's more kind of a screening of local filmmakers, okay. and it's it's good to encourage them to grow in their craft. Sure. And so, like. But it's a higher level. Lo- it's a higher level. It, I mean, it's right? It's vetted. It's a it's higher level. Films. It's vetted. It goes yeah. through. It
0: goes through filters. It goes through professionals. It's almost like American Idol, right? You got your Simon watching it. You got your Randy watching it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it, the Poison it,
3: yeah. Peach people are more like the people who aren't great enough to get on American Idol yet, <laughs> but there's potential. I was potential. gonna say you
0: definitely got to put the yet in there or something.
3: Well, I mean, everybody's at different like skills in their craft. Like they're yeah. at different levels.
1: Cool. So the Black Hat Picture Show has been around for 5 years. It's about a 3-day festival. It's Friday night, Saturday, and most of Sunday. What's the month it comes um, in? August. August. Okay. August. And it's great. It's a great little film festival. They're growing. Um, yeah. you know, they have been growing over the 5 years. They they, they want to grow more. And it happens um, they're at La Chat. It happens at La Chat. And they, are you know, they're looking for ways to to see that continue to grow and expand. Um, and Sarah and I actually were there last year um, as sort of an in-kind sponsor. They let us come and they let us give a Film Augusta pitch to those filmmakers uh, because they are not from our area. Yeah. And uh, so it was a great opportunity for us to tell them kind of what we just told you a little bit. Okay. You know, we, t- we give them a spiel about this is everything that Augusta has to offer. Here's a look at our landscape, our infrastructure. This is how cheap it is to do business here coming wow, to Augusta. Little
2: bit of- information the insight yeah, yeah the
0: insight. And insight
1: our we don't have a role in it yeah. except for that we want to support it And um, like I said, we were there last year Mm -hmm. and they also um, are receiving a tourism product development grant from the Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, to help them grow the festival in 2020. And I hope that that will really help them as well. So the Black
0: Cat Picture Show. Yeah. Separate from Film Augusta.
1: Separate from Film Augusta. Happens in
0: August. That's right. Happens at La Chat. It does. And they're working with the CVB.
1: Well, they are because they to, got a
0: grant from the city. Well,
1: Chris Bailey is on our film Augusta advisory panel, and that doesn't have anything to do with the grant. Sure. Um, but they they were encouraged to apply. They applied. They had a sound plan, and they were able to receive some funding for it.
2: Fantastic! That's great. Fantastic. Okay, we have to talk about the jail.
1: Yes. We have. Okay. To. Cool. I was going
2: to say what, we each get one more question. What is That's going on one, though? with the jail?
1: So it's incredible news. It was like we started in the fall um, really trying to of petition of 2019, really trying to get the commissioners to see the potential that that building had. And that in 2019, it had had an incredible success. We had right. four productions in the film. I mean, in the film business shoot in the jail. They paid up um, over $19,000 to the city of Augusta to use it for 41 days. Wow. Which and, I'm sure is more than the jail was
2: making. And just for people <laughs> at home or mm-hmm. even possibly moving to Augusta, mm-hmm. the jail is located off Gordon Highway, correct? It
1: is. And it it's at the mm-hmm. intersection of Gordon Highway and Walton Way, and its physical address is 401 Walton Way.
2: Literally, if you put in Uber to go there, mm-hmm. get out, immediately walk across the street to Savannah River Brewery. And you might be in a movie. On your way over, it's diagonally across the yeah. street. Absolutely, okay, diagonal <laughs> across. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You can see it. You might get hit a rock yes. uh, with it. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe Brandon with could. a golf club, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so, club.
2: so it's empty. It hasn't been used for how many years? Oh, I think eight. Eight years, oh. and it was not being used because of mold issues. That's right. There's been so fundamental problems with the building. Mr. Educator. And, right uh, oh, yeah, man, I've been checking <laughs> out this thing. This is going to be good for Augusta if it sticks. It. Yeah. Um, so right now it is going to be something that can be used temporarily.
1: Well, yes, you're right. So what happens is is that we were able to commis- convince the commissioners um, that they should... <clears throat> excuse me commissioners that they should be able to hang on to it let us continue to market it in 2020 and i hope in 2021 too but Um, So they voted in early January, you know, just a couple of weeks ago uh, to postpone demolition. They have not ruled it out, but they have postponed it at least for the rest of this year. At the end of 2020, we'll come back to them and tell them, you know, what kind of success we had for the facility. And they'll decide what to do about 2021. Uh, And we already right now we've, we've, you know, um, we've had three, four three or four inquiries Mm -hmm. about shooting in the jail. That's good. Um, You can't
2: talk about them,
1: can you? And this jail is... Not yet.
2: This jail is, from what I've seen, if anybody has seen Longest Yard or any movie in uh, Marvel that... Was the Augusta Jail the jail in Longest Yard? No.
0: No. No. But I think it was. That's That's what it looks like inside. During
3: the panel that uh, the staff from the Royal, like one of the producers was sharing with commissioners, and like a sound bite that he shared that was really poignant for me is he said, every movie has conflict. And one of the biggest forms of conflict can be scenes in a jail, scenes in a courtroom, scenes in a hospital, and there are staging opportunities for all of those things in that one building.
1: Yeah, just exactly as it is right now. It has jail cells. It has Mm -hmm. um, jail visitation rooms. It has office space. It has multiple courtrooms. And wow. we can use an area that used to be the sheriff's office administration offices. We can probably turn that into a hospital-like set.
0: So in your perfect world, Ms. Jennifer Bellen, <laughs> what would happen to the jail?
1: In my perfect long world, term. long term, in my perfect world, we would see that become our production center. We mm. would see it turn into... So build up the offices,
0: yep. take out the mold... Yeah. Build a studio into it almost.
1: Yeah, I mean real well it, it becomes a multi-purpose facility. Yeah. It gets used for maybe a hospital, maybe a big box store like a Walmart. So those are the kinds of things Blow that are hard in the next to get Dark into. Movie. Um, I don't want to blow it up. Then it's gone. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would like to. If they pay see oh, it. five million
2: dollars,
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, what, I don't what, know. what five let, billion? You know. Let Christopher God.
0: Nolan do it. I don't, I yeah. don't know.
1: <laughs> right
3: now, actually, it's the only vacant jail that's film friendly in the entire state. There was one in Atlanta that was just demolished, and so
1: is that not true? I'm not sure that all of what you said is true. Most but, of it uh, is. Most of it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Miss what Jail you, Trivia. I mean, here. kind yeah. of on the nose for me. That's basically will, my M.O.
3: It's like most of what I'm saying is true. Well, there will, are
1: some others. Thank you for putting but they're that they're smaller. On they're not uh, as grand, and they are not as big as what we I have will. Yeah. I we will, have the
3: best one.
2: I'll piggyback on what you just said because I am so educated in this jail movie biz. You mm-hmm. are. The one you're talking about has not been demolished yet. It's happening next month. I'm not a weird nerd on this jail but movie yes. biz, but it's, it's just knowledge that i've been picking up over time it's
3: very it's very interesting we have uh one of our film advisory panel members barbara zagrodnick lewis is actually really interested in youth education and getting youth on set especially like at rescues to help train them in jobs and one of the things that um, she and a lot of people keep saying is like working in film is like cool and interesting yeah. it, re- it really just is we just don't get very much of the interesting part but i will say i'm a big fan of craft services. Yeah. That's cool. Pizza rolls for life.
0: There you go. <laughs> yes. I don't know, Sarah. That was very interesting in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have one more question. Okay, go for it. And then I think we have to take it to the drop the dish. We do have we to, have to take it. We are so, getting to that. So tell time. me this. You've worked on a lot of movies. Yeah. I'm saying 20. You're saying maybe 19, (laughs) maybe 18. But, you know, I'm going to say 20.
3: Ah, no. 13.5 Have you had any movie
0: that you, like, have had, like, an exceptional experience where you can be like, that was my favorite movie working on. Like, this guy was crazy or, like, this guy was awesome or something like that? Um... That you can share with us.
1: I don't. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, I'll give you a, a, um, I guess a, a cool story is so the guy close that, enough. Close enough. The guy that came and shot Siren in twenty fifteen. His name is Jude Walker. Okay. And Jude is he actually grew up in Georgia. He went to the University of Georgia. Then he went out to L A. He he lives in in Thailand full time. He is just really
0: eccentric.
1: Yeah. Um. But Jude fell in love with Augusta, and That's because cool. he fell in love with Augusta, he came back.
3: We love you, and too, he Jude. shot
1: the Saving Zoe movie, okay.
3: and so available for stream on Netflix.
1: Yes, available <laughs> for stream on Netflix, and Are he's still paid for in. This, Sarah? <laughs> He should not enough. He still uh, he still has movies that are in production. He makes his own movies. He works as a as a unit production manager. And when he's ready to shoot in Georgia again, I know he'll come back to Augusta. So that's just a really cool friendship, a really neat okay. relationship that I've built. Especially and since
2: he's been all over. He's been all over. And he loves Augusta.
1: Yeah, and he and loves Augusta. He's in the Mandalorian. And he's he's a He owner. is in the Mandalorian. So he's right in the now.
0: Mandalorian. He is. Is yeah. he an uh, an actor? or yeah.
1: a well in the Mandalorian he's an extra um, that's, an the, extra? Word. that's yeah. the word
0: you're looking for okay. Extra.
1: Yeah. We
2: got to find him.
1: Oh, well, you can, he's, you know, you once you know who he is, you'll see him. He's in episode three.
2: If, if This if, is awesome. Yeah. If you could make it happen, we'd love him on the show.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. He would because love to do it. He would love it. He's An outsider very funny. talking about
0: Augusta. With oh, this Georgia yeah. Cyber Center lab, he could call, he could even call in and we could record him. Oh, that's true. He
1: could. Uh, he would love to do it because he, he loves Augusta. He loves the film community. Um, he's got some own personal projects he could tell you. You about yeah. that are really very cool and so i'm sure that that could be something we could arrange that'd
0: be really cool mm-hmm. well you just became my favorite guest so yeah. thank you very much <laughs> and uh we have a lot of sorry, favorite guest people
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, we need to move on we
2: need we, to get to dropping the disc we need to drop the disc uh yeah. chris well, is there anyone else it. we
0: need to talk to
2: talk about no i think we're ready to leave i'm looking at behind. the time and i'm like
0: we've talked about a lot it's funny because you guys don't see this, but in the Georgia Cyber Center podcast studio right now, there's a clock right outside. It's a digital clock and it goes by the second.
2: Yeah so I can tell you that at this very moment it is 641 and 48 seconds. But what people don't know is we don't have clocks when we record. <laughs> and what you see in Spotify or Apple is 45 to 50 minutes. It's our long. best guess. <laughs> Episodes when really we recorded for an hour and a half. That's true. So, this is a nice thing. That We're we going to try here. to keep this one under an hour
0: and a Which half. Which y'all does the edit?
2: Oh,
3: David does. Oh, it's
2: me. David does. I
0: schedule. He, he you ends. can tell by my sadness whenever people start getting crazy. <laughs> Luckily, you guys have been fantastic. Y'all guests. been amazing. So uh, speaking of you guys being amazing guests, yes. we're going to turn back to you, Miss Jennifer Bellin. Okay. doke. And we're going to ask you a very important question. I asked it last time. So did you? Cr- yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, trust me. I spent two. I spent four hours editing that episode. You? <laughs> I know who. I know who asked it. Okay,
2: uh, Jennifer, <laughs> don't. Oh, my gosh. We're editing all Sarah's this. Sarah's right talking up. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no poop. Um, uh, Jennifer, so we do something here on this podcast. Yeah. We uh, drop the diss here in Augusta, Georgia. We do it all over the place. Um, <laughs> we're sick of the diss that's being thrown here at the city. Yeah. And so we always like to ask our guests that we have on, what does that mean to you? When, you drop, we, when we say drop the diss, we mean what do you want to say to the people that continue to diss Augusta?
1: They just got to get to know Augusta. Yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like the people that are always the most critically vocal are the ones who don't know what they're talking about. Mm. Um, and and I don't really mean that in you know in a mean way, right. but. I really find that most of the time they haven't gone out and they haven't checked into the Westaboo Festival or Mm -hmm. they had they don't know about the Black Cat Picture Show or, you know, they they just aren't equipped with all of the information. So before you call names, figure it out, you know, get out, explore, investigate, listen to this, learn more about your community. And the more you learn, I know that you will be less likely to continue that negative kind of talk.
0: That's perfect. That was very professional, by the way. On Sarah, do you have anything go. to add to that? Usually the answers are longer. She was so succinct yep. and, and accurate that and it was crazy. she wasn't reading any notes. Right. She has a pile <laughs> Not of notes over note. there, but. She made more notes than anybody else that's ever like, come this, on the I show. You, I, I we respect I that. I
1: spoke to Rotary at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, just, just brought it a bit with bit me a different in audience. case I needed to. She uh, talked to your dad this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Rotary. I love
3: you. Thank you for what you do for the community. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're probably yeah. not listening.
3: Yo, I'm yeah, not Dad's from here. Still listening to yeah. Sarah is not from here either, and I love it. I mean, I'm at the Convention and Visitors Bureau in Film Augusta because I love Augusta, and they're paying me to tell people about how great it is. So, I'm jealous. Where are you from,
0: Sarah?
1: California. It doesn't sound like it. It doesn't <laughs> sound like it. Wow. But thank you for being here. But but Sarah has been here now for I.
3: I moved here at a time, and now I'm still here. <laughs>
2: I won't say.
0: Tomorrow is
3: my 42nd birthday. Yeah.
0: She doesn't use years, guys, just in case you didn't know.
1: But so, I mean, I know Happy we got to wrap up. But so, like, if you look at Sarah's background, Sarah was at Imperial Theater for a while. Mm. She worked at the Augusta Chronicle for a while. Wow. I never knew that. Um, she Don't, West say Don't, say we'll the Don't say too much. I did. I knew all the details about
0: Chris. We're cutting everything Chris, she said out of the show. But part
3: of why like that's what he was up to in high school, um, <laughs> DM me for stories. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Was that you? That what? Wait, what? It what? What did I do? What I just have stories about you from my school. Oh geez, I'm, I'm about just to hit kidding. the record button. Oh gosh. No, in the newsletter it was only good stuff like so and so made like uh, Augusta Chronicle all area baseball team or something. Oh okay, that's good.
0: So you didn't even see its name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Okay, so
2: what sport did you play? <laughs> Soccer.
0: Oh. Screw you, buddy. <laughs> all right, so so Perry. Jennifer <laughs> I'm done. Jennifer, (laughs) before we let you go, unless Chris calls me any mean names anymore, uh, we want to give you an opportunity real quick to shout out anybody in Augusta, anybody in the city, anybody outside of Augusta that you would like to shout out.
3: You didn't even tell them what your husband does for a living. Shout him out.
1: Does he
2: need to be on the podcast?
1: Yes. Sure, he does. Yes, a hundred percent. Can I do? come to that one as well? He's the coroner for the city, I guess. Oh so. please. He
3: knows what's under Lake Olmstead. <laughs> He's
2: got to. He's got to.
3: Guys, I'm serious. Like every time I see him at like an employee event, I'm like, don't ask him about dead people.
2: Oh man. <laughs> And we'll have them on, and we won't talk about dead people somehow. Yeah, somehow.
0: manage that. <laughs> All right. So Jennifer, any shout outs?
2: <laughs> any shout outs uh, before we let you go? Don't shout out any dead people. Make please, your husband please rich.
1: don't. <laughs> any shout outs? Gosh, that was really hard. That's true. Um,
2: we should probably start telling our guests that you're gonna have to shout out somebody. Whatever.
3: <laughs> do uh, all shout right. out everyone from the film advisory panel. Just go down the list of all the sweet babies.
0: The sweet babies. The
3: sweet babies. Shout out
0: the sweet babies.
1: Well, mm. you know, I, there is something to that. There is a a shout out to all the local film crew in Augusta and our film Augusta advisory panel. They are working it every day. Every day they we get calls from locals who say, hey, I have a really good lead. And that's really how a lot of this is done. I mean, we're going to California. We're marketing and advertising. We're going to other film festivals. We're hosting a ton of people, um, you know, to come and see it. But as just as much as we're doing those efforts, we're getting productions because people are saying, hey, I've got a really good lead. Help me get them to Augusta. And then we do that.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: So absolutely.
2: Well, shout out to the good leads. Thank you so much for shout out Jennifer to
3: Phil Augusta. Shout out.
2: Seriously,
0: Thank Augusta you very Christian
3: much. Baseball Rules. Oh God! Yes. Shout out
0: to Sarah Childers and Jennifer Bowen. Thank and you let's guys Let's just go so ahead much. and shout out Benish Brown. Shout Absolutely. out Benish Brown. Got shout gotta out, Benish. Out Benish Brown. Brown. The nicest guy that's ever. Been It'll make born. him smile. Y'all, he, he is.
3: really is like that nice. He's a super guy.
0: He's He's like the the people He's a friend of the show. Of he's the guy that you slap him and he gives you something for it. Like he's <laughs> uh, like wait, that's how nice I see Benish as. Or no.
1: What? No, you don't see that. (laughs) Uh, So the nicest
0: guy I've ever met in the world.
1: He might give you some advice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing Benish ever told me is when I was coming back into the workforce from working remotely from home after being a stay-at-home mom. I said, I guess I have to, like, update myself on, like, college sports. And I need to, like, know what's going on, like, in the news so I can talk to business guys And he said, Sarah, talk to them about what you want to talk about. And I have. And businessmen do not like discussing unicorns. Just (laughs) Fyi.
2: (laughs) Because they don't exist.
3: Um, wrong. <laughs> it's too real
2: for them. That's the problem. That's what it
0: is. All right, my, I'm about to hit right, oh, thank
3: David.
1: you so much. Well, thank you. I really thank enjoyed it. it. Thank was you, great. guys,
0: both of you. Even though Sarah, you had I'm like seven words. not even to be here. You had seven words that are going to make the podcast. I haven't it's chosen hot. them yet. But thank you, guys, for
2: being <laughs> on yes, here so thank much. You so much. Thank Your you. perspective is fantastic. Thank you for the Georgia Cyber Center. Yes, for letting the Georgia us Cyber Center. Thank you so much. Other duties as assigned podcast studio and please listen to other duties as assigned they have really cool guests they do we can't we don't even have the clearance to have we we do not have the clearance to compete with these guys are
3: you allowed to joke about duty